In today's episode, we discuss how the Earth is slowly being swallowed into a gaping vortex of doom. This Woo! is Front Break with Gabby and Rebecca. So, we made it to December. We somehow have made it to December. And I'm looking at the podcast notes, and I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what don't you know? The, the cabinet, the cabinet elections, man, they're killing me every day. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like the opposite of what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's like you're reading it, and you're like, okay, so you've done a whole bunch of really great stuff, and I'm happy for you, <laughs> but not in this particular field that you need experience in. Or it's like, oh, like... Who's going to head the EPA? I know. How about the person who's in a lawsuit against the EPA and believes global warming was made up for Chinese uh, benefit? Yeah, that sounds about right. Or housing and urban development. How about let's let's nominate the Republican nominee for president who has stated that he you know doesn't have it doesn't have experience to be running a foreign office or does not have any memory of running for president. <laughs> I think that's my favorite where he's just like, Oh, like I'm not qualified to, you know, be holding any kind of office. And you're like, but remember that time that he ran for president? Oh, and he's just like, recently? Oh no, he's, I miss the sleeping on the podium though. Oh, don't we all? Don't yeah. we all? Anyway, for those of you living under <laughs> a rock, we are going to discuss <coughs> that person. <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Uh, surgeon, great surgeon, I'm sure, but not separate and join twins. Yeah, he did do that. I remember him bringing that up. That's about it. I think that's about all he's ever accomplished ever. I guess he finished med school. Oops. Pretty much. Oh, festive Christmas chime. So much festive Christmas chime. Well, basically, I found this great article from the New York Times about Ben Carson and the public housing position. And it wasn't just like, Ben Carson will do this. It just kind of looked into it a bit more about yeah. what he'll possibly do, what the position, the housing and urban development position means. And it's just an interesting insight for those of us, such as myself, who saw the announcement and were just kind of like, what? Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh... <clears throat> I was very torn because, um, on the one hand, like, on the surface, I do know what housing and urban development means, but in my head, he's, you know, unqualified surgeon who attempted to run for office who failed. Right. And I just don't see how those go together. But it was a really great article. I was really glad that you linked to it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I thought it would be something different, um, just kind of because I feel like a lot of everything else that was coming up, because the day that I was going over the notes was the day this broke because this is podcast magic like <laughs> recording in the past um, and everything is just kind of like ben carson elected to this position and i was like okay like there's not much we can get out of that but yeah yeah but the great news oh just the, the most the, exciting the vortex of 2016 <laughs> yeah but you made things a little better with your um post of things that you have to get people on Amazon. That's not the title of the article, but that's what I believe it should be titled. Oh my God. Yes. From Buzzfeed. <coughs> yes. I was looking at this the other day and I just think it's so funny. It's just things that I now want to buy. 
I mean, number one, Braun door knocker with balls by door balls. I mean, what an investment piece that is. $200 and yeah. I think if you knew you were going to live somewhere for even, let's say, three months, it's a worthwhile purchase. It is. I mean, personally, if someone gave me number seven, the one-pack pocket-sized disposable restroom <laughs> poncho, I'd be pretty excited. I would wear it on the bus to New York all the time. <laughs> I think my favorite is the Jesus Action Figure Deluxe Edition. Oh, and with the glowing hands? The glowing hands. Is the, this is just very, and there's fish and bread. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I like number 10. The no eight hundred live ladybugs that can't be true. But, but like that's actually good for gardening. So what you're saying is this is what I should send you for Christmas. I mean, I'd be pretty jazzed if someone sent me that. <laughs> like if someone sent me number nineteen, I would not be okay. <laughs> Which is Zagon Studios Goosh Pants. Oh, hmm, that's just not what you want, is it? <laughs> No, and for those wanting to know what they are, they are pants that have a <coughs> stain or a poop stain in the butt. I think my favorite is number 21, <laughs> oh Diseases God. Caused by Masturbation book, because this is just something that everyone needs in their life, a nice PSA. I mean, for $4.07, oh, it's wrong. Um, it says $4.07 for the Kindle, but it's actually $3.99. <laughs> so this is a sale. This is a deal. You need to act on this, listeners. I might need to act on this. <laughs> I think I need to buy it. <laughs> I like the customers who bought this item also bought. <laughs> <laughs> and it includes images you should not masturbate to. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <I'll> t- <laughs> I'm reading one of the reviews. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, what was that? I'm reading the review. Um, oh my god. I'm glad how Amazon... Be- sorry, what? Sorry. I like the book, How to Be a 3% Man Winning the Heart of Woman of Your Dreams. Oh. I like the review for Diseases Caused by Masturbation. I was wondering why my crotch was red and had a rash. Then I read this book. Now it makes sense. It's caused by masturbating too much. Also, I'm glad Amazon suggested that I buy lotion during checkout. Thanks, Amazon. No more rations. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like the first review, I do not recommend this book to anyone hoping to gain disability benefits. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is just, I mean, what a buy. <laughs> the review says, this book, oh, it's by... Um, Demarcia. Mm-hmm. Uh, this book fails to deliver what it promises. I've masturbated religiously, sometimes up to ten times a day for the past month since my first read through. And if anything, my eyesight has improved. There's extra bounce in my step, a genuine smile on my face, and my handshake has more exuberance and firmness sent to it than ever before. Not. <laughs> I mean, you are increasing your muscles. You are. Wait, what? <laughs> I included the picture of George Clooney. Oh no. B- brought me closer to the church. You know, everyone needs to be close to the church. And if this, this book can bring it, then. I mean, God bless. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> oh 
much. <laughs> what a great... Is this a real book or is this like a joke? It's written. It's. It looks like pretty legit. It looks like a joke. Look at the little. Why, first of all, why is there like a small child in a bed on the cover? I want to. Like a nutcracker. The question is, <laughs> can you see preview? Oh my god, can you? Oh my god, you can. <laughs> oh, please read us a little bit. Pliny, the naturalist, informs us that Cornelius Gallus, the old Pridor, and Titus Etherius, a Roman knight, died in the act of copulation. Oh my Atias God. says, the stomach is deranged, all the body wastes, becomes pale, dry, and the eyes sunken. I feel like we're living in Victorian times. This is what it sounds like. Article 1, symptoms. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible! Okay, I'm not buying this. Forget it. No, no thank you. I'm I not giving my money like, to these people. I thought it would be like... You will become more conservative. Nope. This was published in 1760. What? Yep. What? This explains so much. Uh, it does explain a lot. Yeah. It does. Oh, it well. does. So what are these 30-minute Christmas sides you have for well, us? Well, I just got really excited because, like, you know how I feel about baking. You know how I feel about Christmas. And... <clears throat> Like, most of them are pretty good, like bacon-wrapped asparagus, number one. Oh, my God. That was amazing. what got me was the baked gorgonzola bites. Oh, my God. I was I, like, holy shit. Like, I might need to make these. I'm making it for a friend's uh, party tonight. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We have pizza dough. So you should make it. Hold on. Mom! <coughs> I'm sending you a recipe for baked gorgonzola balls. Patty goes, ooh. Mm-hmm. I'm such, that that is my review of the baked gorgonzola balls. Yep. Ooh, just, the roast mushrooms look good too. Garlic gouda and parmesan cauliflower au gratin. Oh my god. I know. Oh my god. Cauliflower <sighs> and chorizo hash. Yep. Cal- parmesan Brussels sprouts. Sweet potato quinoa fritters. Ooh. I, now I'm getting hungry and it's close to lunchtime. So thanks. I'm just trying to help, you know? I mean, you are helping. Good. We're bettering my life. Thanks. Day by day. <laughs> day by day. Is that a song from Godspell? I don't know. You're the theater expert here. I think it is. Okay. It is. It definitely. I need to look this <coughs> up. This is turning into such like a religious podcast. It is. Day by day from Godspell. <laughs> we're just, we're getting into the Christmas spirit, you know? We are. I mean, I'm. No offense, but I'm more into, like, the Saturnalia aspect of Christmas. <laughs> like, the Jesus part. Like, Jesus was a cool dude, but, like, yeah, apparently he was born in, like, March or April. Did you know, by the way, related because Jesus is a Jew, that Hanukkah doesn't start until December 24th this year? I saw that. How upsetting, right? I'm, like, writing my holiday cards for everyone, and I'm about to write... And I Googled, like, okay, what day of Hanukkah is it? That way I can, like, you know, write in the card. And then it was, like, December 24th. And I was like, excuse me. I mean, I guess it's a true year of Christmaka. It is. If only Kwanzaa was also in that area. It's on the 26th. Oh, is it? Yeah. It starts the 26th every oh, year. I didn't know that. It's cool. Um, shout out to public education in New Jersey, <coughs> where in elementary school you learn all about Christmas, Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa. And guess what? We also learned about Ramadan. Aww. Even though that's not until that's not in December, but still, they didn't even teach us about Rosh Hashanah in uh, public school. Well, we learned 
all about the December holidays and Ramadan. Took me a second. I was about to say Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> I mean, there's Yom Kippur, but that's also in some... Yes. I don't remember when that is. <laughs> I remember in elementary school going around to like all like the different classes and we'd learn about Christmas around the world and Aww. like one teacher like would also do Hanukkah. Another one would also do Kwanzaa. And yeah, I, I remember everything from that. Well, not everything, but I remember a lot of it. I don't remember anything that I learned in uh, Sunday school. I didn't learn that in Sunday school. I learned that in like elementary school. I'm trying to remember. I don't. I don't remember them teaching us that much in elementary school, to be honest, except about Jamestown. That's that's like my go-to memory is learning about Jamestown and Roanoke. Oh, I remember. Wait, no, I don't think I went to Jamestown. What? I think my family did, but like for some reason I didn't want to go, so I stayed behind at the hotel with my grandma. But that's fine. You don't need to be interested in Jamestown back then. I mean, I am now. Not when I was like eight. Yeah, okay, that's fine. I know, I kind of regret there were so many things that back when I was a youngling, I was like, I'm so uninterested. But now I'm thinking, oh, if only I'd appreciated the time spent doing this back then. I know. Cough, cough. All our family trips to Williamsburg when my sister and I were just like, let's go to Bush Gardens. And now I'm like, why didn't we do more historical stuff? I mean, we did a lot, but like, why didn't we do more? Sad. Yes. So much sad. Um, what are you reading this week? Oh my god! I feel like we're flying through today. I was about to write you a private message saying we've just hit 15 minutes and we're already on books. Oh my god, this is like an express episode because you know what the holidays and everything? We're all busy, we're all doing things. I know, so if we can just, we're trying to squeeze this out in. Yeah, this is, this is on up. purpose, this is absolutely on purpose. Well, I am... On the presidential challenge still. Obviously, yes. I didn't read 40-some books in two weeks. <laughs> it's possible if you set your mind to it, if you don't sleep. I, I mean, I have this thing called a life that I'd like to attend to once in a while. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I choose to read these for fun. Yeah. So, like, I do enjoy it, and it is part of my life. But with that said... um. I have moved on to the third president of the United States, but not in a way you may think. I am reading. This is going to be a very long time to get to this book. Yeah. It is called Saving Monticello, the Levy Family's Epic Quest to Rescue the House that Jefferson Built by Mark. That sounds awesome. I know. I just started it and like, I'm very into it. Because I'm like, do I really like? Do I really want to read another book about Thomas Jefferson this year? And like, the answer is always like, yeah, I want to read it. But it's yeah. like, I kind of want to go in like a different direction. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I just read like several books about him recently. <laughs> I feel like he's just the main like item of interest in so many things that I like to surround myself with in general. I know, and like, I just think he's like a fascinating person, like full of contradictions. But like, yeah. I'm, like, very excited to get more into this because even though it's not really about him, it's kind of about, like, greatest, like, masterpiece, as he probably was one of them, maybe? I think he would say that, yeah. He would say that. And just, yeah, I just think it's a cool, indirect way to learn. Yeah, no, it totally is. I absolutely agree. Learning! (laughs) Learning's the best! Yeah! (laughs) And what are you reading this week? Well, 
I just started this book called The Devlin Diary by Christy Phillips. And it's one of those um, things are happening in present day. And then they have also a past narrative in the background. Ooh. So, yeah. So there's basically a female physician uh, treating patients in the 1600s, the late 1600s. Ooh. And there's a whole, like, Machiavellian intrigue and stuff going on in the background. And so there's that timeline. But then there's also the timeline in Cambridge in 2008 where there's a oh. murder and it's related to something that happens in the past and they coincide at some point, but you're not sure where it will be. Yeah. Ooh. So these are my favorite kind of books. So I'm very pleased. I mean, anything with, like, the double, like, time thing, I'm yeah. very to. So I'm very excited about that. But I also really want to read um, Eligible. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's by Curtis Sittenfeld. No. Yeah, it's um, a modern retelling of Pride and Prejudice. Well, I yeah. mean, I don't like Pride, I don't like Pride <laughs> and Prejudice or Jane Austen. Come at me, everyone. But, like, I'm very into these, like, modern retellings. It kind of reminds me of um, the Lizzie Bennet Diaries. Ooh. Oh, you love that. I did. I was going to ask if you remembered. <laughs> Yes, I do. Yes, a great YouTube series. But it's basically like a similar thing, like um, Lydia's into CrossFit and paleo diets and, um, you know, just that kind of issue. And then there's like dating reality TV shows, magazine writers, yoga instructor Jane. (sighs) But it's just, I don't know, it seems like a really fun read. I'm only a little bit (coughs) hesitant to read it because it's 500 pages. And that's like fine, but... For when I'm trying to get a book out a week for the uh, blog, I'm a little bit less inclined to read longer books. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, I, your blog can, they're fine with, like, taking a day, like, a week off if, I like, know. it means. I know. Especially with all the travel that'll be coming up soon. I'll have time. Yes, your travel. So exciting. It should be. But, yeah, that's what I'm reading this week. <laughs> Very nice. And what what are you chatting about this week? So uh, my chatter is just basically about donations since it's that time of year. And I thought that it would just be useful for people to, um, so I linked two articles basically in short. And the first one is what donation centers actually need versus just like your old shoes and stuff. Right. So I linked an article about diapers, XXL adult sizes, shelf-stable milk, toilet paper, international calling cards. Yeah. This this is actually really great because I feel like a lot of times there's things you don't think about that people really need. Yeah. Like I know one that's not on this list that um, my yoga studio was collecting stuff last month for a homeless shelter. Mm -hmm. And apparently a lot of shelters need (coughs) new, new socks. Yeah. Like, people just don't bring socks. That's, that's smart, yeah. Yeah, and I know another big one is um, pads. Mm. Not tampons, but pads. Yeah, I think it's important to focus on pads, because, like, some women aren't into tampons, which is fine, but yeah. pads are for everyone. Yes, and I think I read somewhere that the main reason why women prefer, like, homeless women prefer pads over tampons is that you might not have access to a restroom. Oh, wow. So, yeah. No, this is all good. But yeah, so that kind of stuff. <clears throat> and then the second article I linked to was just, it's like an old article. I think it was like a couple years old. But mm-hmm. it just was like a list of places you can donate nationally. Because I was originally going to link to the Salvation Army, but I'm a little bit iffy on linking to them because of yeah. their policy on hiring um, 
non-heteronormative people. Yeah. Yeah, that's not not great. No, no, not great at all. Oh, but I do have to say the first one on the list, the um, Red Cross. Yeah. They're a for-profit institution. Yeah, no, we should definitely include that. So make sure if you want to donate and you want to donate to a 501c, then you specifically check that before just automatically giving to the American Red Cross. Yeah, because I know my mom's very big on not donating to the Red Cross. <laughs> How I feel about the Salvation Army. Yes. Refuse. And always remember, like it says, where to donate locally. Yeah, it's like, yeah, much as... I'm not religious. I know it can be very helpful to donate to churches and synagogues and uh, mosques in your area. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So yeah, that's that's my chatter. It's nothing like super <coughs> um, thought-provoking, but I thought it was just a good time of year to remind everyone for donating. Well, I found it very thought-provoking, and uh-huh. it's a lovely reminder, and I'm happy we have this platform where we can remind people of such things. Yeah, me too. What's your chatter for the week? Well, I now have two chatters. The one is very brief. And by the time this episode goes (coughs) up, it won't be the day. But today is December 9th. And I would just like to wish the one and only Kirk Douglas a very happy 100th birthday. (laughs) Yes. But my other chatter is memes that need to die along with 2016. (laughs) What a lovely link. I know. Pepe. Pepe. I just feel bad for Pepe at this point. But yeah, I feel like we, we're starting to talk about Pepe on this podcast as much as like Founding Fathers or Rachel Maddow. It's just a constant struggle, you know? It is. But yeah, I hope we can reclaim Pepe or he has to go into the abyss. I don't want him to go into the abyss, though. Maybe we can make Go Pepe Away to hashtag Save Pepe. I know. I want Pepe to not be a white supremacist anymore. I hope not, too, because he's and green. I, I know. I, I mean, I also don't want to get rid of delete your account just yet. No? Why? Because I think it's funny. It is really funny. Gotta love Hill. Yeah, always. I mean, I can definitely do away without Grumpy Cat. I Yeah, I really like Grumpy Cat. He's one of my favorites. I am just... Uh, why is Grumpy Cat still around? No offense, Grumpy Cat. He's really cute. Oh my god, wait. The bottom of the Grumpy Cat blurb says, The cat's popularity comes from the nearly forgotten era of Can I Has a Cheeseburger memes. How is that nearly forgotten that. era? That's that's like still a thing. Can I Has a Cheeseburger is still a thing? With the big block text saying yes. the image? Oh my god. In my mind it is. And then fake news. I guess yep. that's... Is that a meme, though? No, fake news isn't a meme. It's like it's an actual problem. problem. Yeah. I mean, Rachel discusses it, so it's, okay. it's a real problem. I mean, Hillary discussed it the other night, too. She did. That's right. I forgot about and that. All the comments <coughs> I saw on the article were, like, um, mm-hmm. conservatives... And they're like, she's one to talk about fake news. And then they're like, she's running a child sex ring out of the pizza place in Washington. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> it's like, this is about you. Oh, my God, people. People are just a little dramatic sometimes, and they need to chill their like boots. <laughs> they are. They are. I hope 
I mean, this isn't the year-end podcast, but... We're, we're getting there soon. Preview for next... For two weeks from now? Preview for five minutes from now. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I hope we can leave stupidity behind in 2016 and make manners cool again. You tried really hard for that, didn't you? It was really I well done. I mean... We don't need to make America great again. We need to make manners great again. That's that's the name of the podcast done. So there's that. There we go. There <laughs> we go. And I guess that's it for today. Wow. We're just flying. We're soaring. Flying. That's all I'll sing. So we don't have a lawsuit. <laughs> They would never sue us. We're too small. It's not, no, we're not interested you in us. someday. Well, if you want to file a lawsuit against us, where can you do that? <laughs> if you want to file a lawsuit against us, you can email us at uh, brunchbreakpodcast at gmail.com, or you could leave a public review, and that way, you know, people might be interested in seeing what's causing the lawsuit issues on iTunes. Where can we find you on the internet if someone wants to contact you personally about the lawsuit? You can find me everywhere at Rebecca S. Wolf, and that also includes WordPress. And oh. you can find me there at Goodreads. Oh, yeah. Plug in the presidential challenge again. Presidential challenge should always be plugged every week. Hell yeah. <laughs> and where can we find you on the interwebs? You can find me at my blog, PositivelyGabriella.com, on the Twitter, at Modern Fledgling, and at G Grishes, at least on Instagram. I'm not sure anywhere else. I can't remember if I'm supposed to link to somewhere, so we're just going to go with those three. You got to get on with this, like, one domain. No, but I'm so <laughs> attached to Modern Fledgling now that there's no way I could give it up. Okay, right. before, before I pee myself, like, because I'm laughing so much, <laughs> I think it's time to officially end this episode. It's, it's time, okay. Have a great holiday, everyone. Have a good December. We'll talk to you in our year-end podcast soon. Yes! Bye!